Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Commander's Contingencies podcast. Today we're going to be talking, I'm going to be doing another live deck brew on dealing damage to my creatures and swans of Bryn Arkel. Swans of Bryn Arkel is two and a hybrid Azorius hybrid Azorius for a 4-3 creature bird spirit with flying. If a source would deal damage to swans of Bryn Arkel, prevent that damage, the source's controller draws cards equal to the damage prevented this way. So, I want to build a deck around this. Not only this card, but on cards similar to this, such as Stuffy Doll. Stuffy Doll, Doll is 5 colorless for 0-1 indestructible artifact creature construct. And it says, as Stuffy Doll enters the battlefield, choose a player. Whenever Stuffy Doll is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to the chosen player. And it can tap to deal one damage to itself. And also, anything age is whenever the it, whenever it's dealt damage, it, it does something. For example, Apex Altasaur is 7 green green for a creature dinosaur. When Apex Altasaur enters the battlefield, it tight it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Enrage, uh, whenever it's dealt damage, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. So, mainly, dinosaurs are in green, red, and white, and swans is in blue, white, and blue. So, I know that I'm going to be running at least, and and I'm definitely going to be running red, because... Red is where I get all of the good damage effects. The question is whether or not to run green. And that just depends on how good the enrage effects are in, are in green. So first I'm going to go through... There's also a couple... First I'm going to go through the enrage cards and... We'll see where we are. Um, Alright, so I'm putting in Apex Altasaur and Bellowing Aegisaur is 5 and a white for a creature dinosaur 3-5. Enrage, whenever Bellowing Aegisaur is dealt damage, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on each other creature you control. Ooh, uh, Vigor 2. I'll put that in in a minute. Once I'm done looking through enrage triggers. Whenever Cacophodon is three and a green for creature dinosaur enrage, whenever Cacophodon is dealt damage, untap target permanent. Uh, Frilled Death Spitter, two and a red for creature dinosaur, three two with enrage. Whenever Frilled Death Spitter is, in, is dealt damage, it deals two damage to target opponent. Uh, Imperial. Ceratops, 4 and a white for a 3-5 creature dinosaur. Whenever Imperial Ceratops is dealt damage, you gain 2 life. And Needletooth Raptor is 3 and a red for a creature dinosaur. Whenever Needletooth Raptor is dealt damage, deals 5 damage to target creature and opponent controls. Uh, Overgrown Armasaur is 3 green green for a creature dinosaur. 
Enrage whenever overgrown Armasaur is dealt damage. Create a 1 1 green Sapperling creature tokens. Creature token. And Polyraptor, 3 green green for a creature dinosaur. Enrage whenever Polyraptor is dealt damage. Create a token that's a copy of Polyraptor. Ranging Raptors, 2 and a green, 2 3. Enrage. Get a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Or search your library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Uh, I'm not going to include Raptor Hatchling. Ravenous. Ravenous Daver, Daggertooth. Two and a green for a creature dinosaur. Enrage whenever it's dealt damage, you gain two life. Ripjaw Raptor. Uh, two green green, four five. When Enrage, draw a card. Um, Silverclaw Ferostodon. Five red red for an eight five Enrage. Each opponent sacrifices a permanent. Um, Siegehorn Ceratops. Put two plus Enrage. Green white two two. Enrage put two plus one plus one counters on it. Uh, four Snapping Sailback. Four and a green four four. Flash Enrage. Put a plus one plus one counter on it. Suncrowned Hunters. Uh, four red red for a five four creature dinosaur. Enrage, whenever Suncrowned Hunters is dealt damage, it deals 3 damage to target opponent. Uh, and Trapjaw Tyrant. Trapjaw Tyrant is five, 3 white white for a creature dinosaur with Enrage. Whenever Trapjaw Tyrant is dealt damage, exile target creature and opponent controls until Trapjaw Tyrant enters the battlefield. Alright, so... Here is the base of the deck. I'm going to throw in some damage effects later. But right now I need to decide if I want to keep green. The reason to keep green would be for the enraged creatures. Uh, there are currently 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 creatures in here that have enraged that are in green. Which is the major draw of the color. Uh, let's see. How many of them are really notable? Let's see. Ranging Raptors is 2 and a green for 2-3. Enrage. Uh, get a search your library for a basic land card and put it on the battlefield. Ripjaw Raptor. Enrage. Draw card for mana. Uh, Overgrown Armasaur is slightly notable. Uh, Enrage. Create a 1-1. One, one. Polyraptor is uh, 8 mana, and it creates tokens of itself. And Apex Altasaur it fights things when, and it's a 10-10 for 9 mana. So, and there's also Siegehorn Ceratops, which it's 2 plus 1 plus 1 count. So, green is really useful, but it really comes down to 4 cards, I think. Maybe five. So, the I don't know if it's worth worth a whole extra color. Oh, there's also Vigor. Vigor is a really big one, actually. Vigor is three green, green, green. Four. A. Now, where is it? Three green, green, green. For a creature. Elemental. Incarnation. Trample. When, if damage would be dealt to another creature you control, prevent that damage. Put a plus one, plus one counter on that creature for each one damage prevented this way. 
And whenever Vigor is put into a graveyard from anywhere, shuffle it into its owner's library. Alright. So, I am either playing... Let's go on EDHREC and see what commanders there are. So my options are either uh, red, white, blue, or... So Jeskai. Or green, red, white, blue. Ink Treader. So let's see what commander pairings there are. So Kyneos and Tyros of Miletus is a legendary creature human soldier, 2-8. The beginning of your unstep draw card, each player may put a land card from his or her hand onto the battlefield, then each opponent who didn't draws a card. This is great because I get both of the effects, so it's just a commander that sits there generating me value. Plus it's a 2-8, so it doesn't care that much about taking the damage. Savin the Chronoclasm, 2 blue, red, white. For a 2-2, prevent all damage that would be dealt to Savin the Chronoclasm. That's basically the appeal. Plus, I don't think this is going to be useful, but whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell from your graveyard, each turn, copy that spell, you may choose new targets for the copy. Is there anything else notable? No. So, the question is, Savin or Kyneos and Tyros? And Tyro of Miletus. Again, I see a small difference in between them. But, I think I can take on the fourth color, because I only need the blue for Swans of, Bryn Swans of Bryn Argol. And it's not really a big thing, so if I just splash blue and have Naya be the main colors... I think I'm going to go with Kyneos and Tears of Miletus. Now, this might not be the optimal choice, but I like it better. So, that's what I'm doing. Now, the other question is whether I want to include any blue cards. Right? If I just make it functionally a Naya deck, then that's fine. The Swans of, Swans of Bernard Gold isn't even hard to cast in that situation. It would just be too white. White. Um, that could definitely work. The downside to that is not being able to cast Kaneos and Tears of Miletus, which doesn't seem that bad. Alright, um, so this idea seems fine. Let me find some cards. So, I think we're going to do a search for if damage would be dealt. We got, oh geez, 111 cards. <sighs> Let's see how much of this stuff is helpful. Boros Reckoner. Boros Reckoner is hybrid red or white, hybrid red or white, hybrid red or white. For a creature, Minotaur Wizard. Whenever Boros Reckoner is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to any target. Red, white, when Boros Reckoner gains first strike until end of turn. Great. Oh, uh, what else do we have? Oh, Brutatch Nantuko. Brood Hatch Nantuko. Okay, that makes me think of Grothama. Uh, so I'm going to pull up an EDH rec page of Grothama All Devouring. Uh, Grothama All Devouring is 3 green green for a 10 8 uh, Hydra. Where's the page? Wait, where? Okay, for a 10 8 Legendary Creature Worm. 
other creatures have. Whenever this creature attacks, you may have it fight Grothama All Devouring. And whenever Grothama leaves the battlefield, each player draws cards equal to the amount of damage Grothama dealt to Grothama this turn by sources they controlled. So it will run... First of all, this is great in my deck because it can deal damage to my creatures. And second of all, it's great because a lot of the cards used in that are going to be useful. Okay. What have we got? Um. Oh. Oh, what's that card? Oh. Okay, wait. First, I'm going to throw in Blasphemous Act. Blasphemous Act is 8 in a red for a sorcery. Spell costs one less to cast for each creature on the battlefield, and it deals 13 damage to each creature. So, big numbers, guys. Um, then I'm gonna throw in Star, Star of Extinction, which is 5 red red for a sorcery destroy target land, Star of Extinction deals 20 damage to each creature in each planeswalker. Same thing. Alright, now, now I have to remember what that card, Scryfall, um, so it's whenever creatures deal is dealt damage it deals that much damage to its controller repercussion whenever creatures dealt damage repercussion deals that much damage to that creature's controller so I'm gonna throw that in repercussion ooh Gisela oh if only Gisela that's an interesting choice. Four red, white, white for a legendary creature angel flying for a strike. If a source would deal damage to an opponent or permanent an opponent controls, that source deals double damage to that player or permanent instead. And if a source would deal damage to you or a permanent you control, prevent half that damage rounded up. So this card seems really good in the deck, but it prevents half that damage rounded up. So effects that deal one damage at a time to buff my team wouldn't work. I think I'm just going to throw it in. And you just have to play this card very carefully. Hornet Nest is two and a green for a creature insect zero two defender. Whenever Hornet Nest is dealt damage, put that many one one green insect to creature tokens with flying and death touch onto the battlefield. Uh... What else? Ooh, nice. We have another swan, kind of. It's not quite as good. Uh, illusory Ambusher is four and a blue for a 4-1 creature cat illusion with flash. When uh, Whenever Illusory Ambusher, Ambusher is dealt damage, draw that many cards. So that means I'm probably going to play blue. At least a little bit. We have Marauding Raptor. Marauding Raptor is a one in a green, one in a red for a two three creature dinosaur. Creature spells you cast cost one less to cast, and whenever a creature enters the battlefield under control, Marauding Raptor deals two damage to it. If a dinosaur is dealt damage this way, Marauding Raptor gets plus two plus zero oh until end of turn. Spite. Mare 
is two and a rat, two and a hybrid Boros hybrid Boros for a three three creature elemental. Whenever Spite Mare is in, is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target creature or player. Oh, oh, I love it. Sprouting, sprouting phytophobia. Oh, phyta hydra. Uh, whenever it's uh, four and a green for a zero two creature plant hydra with defender, and whenever sprouting phyta hydra is dealt damage, you may put a token into play that's a copy of it. True fire captain is red, red, white, white for a four three creature human knight with mentor. Uh, whenever this creature attacks, put a plus one plus one counter on target attacking creature with lesser power. And whenever True Fire Captain is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target player. Okay. So, we have a couple more. Uh, we have Wall of Essence, which is two, one in a white for a 0-4 defender. Whenever Wall of Essence is dealt to combat damage, you gain that much life. And Wall of Hope is the same thing, except it's a single white, and it's a 0-3. Those cards are good. Life gain is nice. I'm going to throw them in. Wall of Essence. And Wall of Hope. Wall of Hope. Okay. Now I'm going to look up X damage. And I'm going to look up... One damage. Ashling the Pilgrim is one in a red for a legendary creature elemental shaman. One in a red, put a plus one plus one counter on Ashling the Pilgrim. If this is the third time this ability has resolved this turn, remove all plus one plus one counters from Ashling the Pilgrim, and it deals that much damage to each creature and each player. And Caldera Hellion is three red red for a creature Hellion. Devour one. As this comes into play, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This creature comes into play with that many plus one plus one counters on it. And when Caldera Hellion comes into play, it deals three damage to each creature. It's a three three. Oh, so, so it would die if you don't devour anything. Well, hopefully there'd be something that would die anyways and not give you an effect. I lost like two or three minutes of footage, so I'm just gonna tell you the cards that I found. I have Fiery Confluence, two red red for sorcery, choose three. You may choose the same mode more than once. And the modes are Fire Confluence deals one damage to each creature. Fire Confluence deals two damage to each opponent. Destroy target artifact. And uh, there's also Fire Ants, two in a red for a 2-1 summon insects. Tap, Fire Ants deals 1 damage to each other creature without flying. Forerunner of the Empire is 3 in a red for a creature human soldier. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a dinosaur card, reveal it, then shuffle your library and put that card on top of it. Whenever a dinosaur enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Forerunner of the Empire deal 1 damage to each creature. And it is a 1-3. And Goblin Chain Roller is 3 red, red, red for a creature Goblin Warrior. First strike, 3-3. Three, three. When Goblin Chain Whirler enters the battlefield, it deals 1 damage to each opponent and each creature and Planeswalker they control. Oh, wait. 
Wait, that's definitely not playable. Doesn't deal damage to my own stuff. Just realized that. Uh, I also have... Let's see if I can find him. Imperial Sir... Nope. Temple Altisaur. Four and a white for a creature dinosaur. If a source would deal damage to another dinosaur you control, prevent all but one of that damage. Uh, let's keep looking through the one damage to each creature. Uh, Impact Tremors is... No. Yes! This is the card. that I've been trying to remember what it is called, but I didn't look up for a while. Pyrohemia. Pyrohemia is two. Red, red, red. Oh, sorry. Two. Red, red. For an enchantment. At the beginning of the end step, if no creatures are on the battlefield, sacrifice Pyrohemia. Red. Pyrohemia deals two, one damage to each creature and each player. So good. Okay. Uh, oh. Raging Sword Tooth. Raging Sword Tooth is... Three, red, green. Four, a creature dinosaur. Trample. When raging, sword tooth enters the battlefield. It deals one damage to each other creature, and it's a five-five. Ooh, Avison, Angel of Hope, is five, white, white, white. For an eight-eight legendary creature, angel, flying, vigilance, indestructible. Other permanents you control have indestructible. I'm just gonna look up indestructible. Which is a great way that the damage is still dealt, but it also doesn't die. So if I can make my creatures indestructible, let's see how many cards are there just that just say indestructible at all. 180, that's a lot. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of black cards in that and see how many that is now. That is 143. Okay, Boris Charm. Red, white, for an instant. Choose one. Boris Charm deals four damage to target player. Planeswalker, permanence you control, gain indestructible until end of turn, and target creature gains double strike until end of turn. It's great. Uh, what else? There's gotta be some good cards here. Hmm. I don't want these cards that are indestructible. I want things that make... My creatures indestructible. Dark steel plate three for an artifact equipment indestructible. Enchanted creature has indestructible. Um, dauntless escort one, green white for a three three creature rhino soldier sacrifice dauntless es escort. Tar creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. Uh, Eldrazi monument. This is. Whatever. It's essential. Uh, five. For an artifact, creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and have flying and indestructible. And at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature if you can't sacrifice Eldrazi Monument. It, this could turn out badly. You just gotta hope it doesn't. <laughs> Summer of Nazan is, is too expensive, both in price and... Eh, eh, it's fine mana-wise. Heroic Intervention, 1 in a green, instant, permanence you control, gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. Oh. That's interesting. 
Hour of Devastation is 5 red red for a sorcery. All creatures lose indestructible until end of turn. Hour of Devastation deals 5 damage to each creature and each non-Bolas Planeswalker. Now this card is really good because I want the damage to be dealt. But also, one of the ways that I get advantage is by my stuff being indestructible. I'm just going to put it in anyways. I mean, sometimes you got to have non-bows if, if the cards are good enough. That's five mana. Uh, Rootborn Defenses is two and a white for an instant. Populate creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. And Selfless Spirit is one and a white for a creature spirit cleric flying 2-1. Sacrifice Selfless Spirit. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. Unbreakable Formation is two and a white for an instant. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. If you cast this spell during your main phase, put a plus one plus one counter on each of those creatures and they gain vigilance until end of turn. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, we have... What else? Alright, that, that would be everything that I want to run. Let's keep looking through the one damage things. Sure. Uh, one damage each. Okay. Um. Hmm. All right. Nope, that is eight mana. Why do all these cards either say to each creature without flying or to each creature your opponents control? That's not what I want. I want creatures with flying that I control to take damage, such as swans. Uh, Simoon? <laughs> uh, no. Huh. I wish I could have a good chance to have goblins at all times because of Skirkfire Marshal, but I don't, so it's too bad. Um. How many? How many cards do I have? 143. Oh, 20 more. Uh, okay, I like Tabor and Lumia because of the repeatability. I'm gonna have to count the number of red spells in my deck soon, but that's fine. Uh, two, blue, red for a legendary creature, human wizard. Whenever you cast a blue spell, target creature gains flying until end of turn. Whenever you cast a red spell, Tibor and Lumia deals one damage to each creature without flying. It'd be interesting to try and do a Tibor and Lumia deck version of this. It could work. Just not very well. I mean, this deck means pretty heavily. I mean, it, it needs the, the good effects. The good, um... What are they called? Rage effects. So without them, it doesn't really work very well. And those effects 
are in white and green. Alright, so... Are there any other scryfall type of searches I want to do? I don't believe so. I got I have 55 cards in my deck right now, and it's looking pretty good, actually. Alright, time to look through some EDH rec pages. I have a Grothama all-devouring page pulled up. Um, what could I do to filter? You know, I don't want to filter. Uh... Okay, what do we have? Saber Ants is good. Saber Ants is three and a green for creature insect. When Saber Ants is dealt damage, you may put that many 1-1 one, one green insect creature tokens into play. Um, Olvenwald Tracker is good. Olven Wald Tracker is green for a 1-1 creature human shaman. One tap, one green tap. Target creature you control fights another target creature. Druid's Call is good. Druid's Call is one in a green for an enchantment aura when enchant creature. Whenever enchanted creature has dealt damage, its controller creates that many 1-1 green, green squirrel creature tokens into play. Light Minefield is 2, white, white for an enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures attack, Light, nine feels, light Minefield deals damage to each of those creatures, creatures equal to the number of attacking creatures. What else is there? Could throw in... Let's see, how much ramp does this deck want? This deck definitely wants to ramp a lot. Does it? I don't know. I'll just throw in some talismans. Talisman of conviction. Talisman of creativity. Talisman of curiosity. Talisman of impulse. Um, also talisman of progress. Talisman of unity. Uh, Talismans, if you don't know, are two for artifacts. Tap, add a colorless to your mana pool, and then tap, add one of two colors, and they deal one damage to you. And then I'll do the signets. So that includes Arcane Signet, not exactly, but I'll throw it in anyways. Zoria Signet, Boro Signet, Rule Signet. Is it Signet, Selesnia Signet, Simic Signet, and I also want to throw in Felwar Stone. Great. Great. Okay. Uh, Felwar Stone is two for an artifact tap, add one mana of any color that a land an opponent controls could produce. Um... Arcane Signet is two for an artifact. Tap, add one mana of any color in your commander's color identity. And the Signets are two for artifacts. One tap, add two colors of different colors to your mana pool. Alright, let's see. Neheb, Dreadhorde Champion comes up on this. Uh, no, that's not particularly relevant. Okay, so... 
What's my plan to draw cards? I want to add in Ristic Study. Obviously. Uh, Ristic Study is two and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent plays a spell, you may draw a card unless that player plays one. So at this point, I'm just thinking I want to splash blue. Simply have one, two, three. I mean, right now I only have three cards that require um, a blue to cast. One of them is one of which is my commander. So that's fine. Um, what else? Oh, that's great. Mog maniac. Mog maniac is one in a red for a one-one goblin. One. Oh. Whenever Mog Maniac is dealt damage, it deals an equal amount of damage to target opponent. Sure. What do we have? Great. Great. Tamanoa. Tamanoa is red, green, white for creature spirit. Whenever a non-creature source you control deals damage... You gain that much life. That's great. Kumano, Master of Yamabushi, is five red, three red red for a legendary creature human shaman. One red Kumano, Master of Yamabushi, deals one damage to target creature or player. If a creature dealt damage by Kumano this turn would be put into a graveyard, remove it from the game instead. No, it's too mana intensive. Uh, Phytopho Phytohydra. Um, is that already in my deck? No, it's currently not. Phytohydra is. Two, green, white, white, four, a uh, creature, plant, hydra. If damage would be dealt to phy phytohydra, put that many plus one, plus one counters on it instead. It's interesting. Thorden. Might end up cutting it. I want the X damage spells, such as Magma Quake. Magma Quake is red, red X for an instant. Magma Quake deals X damage to each creature without flying in each planeswalker. Throw it in. Earthquake is X red for a uh, sorcery. Earthquake deals X damage to each creature without flying in each player. Roiling Earthquake X red for a sorcery. Roiling Earthquake deals X damage to each creature and each player in to each player and each creature without horsemanship. Um, what are other ones? Starstorm. Starstorm is X red red for an instant. Starstorm deals X damage to each creature. Great. Of course, we need removal. Swords to clashers. We have Path to Exile. Alright, let's keep looking. 
Oh, I need more. I need more removal. Let's see. So I have swords and I have path. I will throw in Pongify and rapid hybridization. Pongify is blue for an instant. Destroy target creature. It can't be regenerated. Its controller puts a 3-3 green ape creature token out of the battlefield. And rapid hybridization is blue for an instant. Destroy target creature. It can't be regenerated. That creature's controller creates a 3-3 green frog lizard creature token. I will also throw in beast within... Which is two and a green for an instant store target permanent. Its controller creates a three three green beast creature token. Uh, and generous gift, which is two and a white for an instant destroy target permanent. Its controller creates a three three green elephant creature token. And also chaos warp. Chaos warp is two and a red for an instant. The owner of target permanent shuffles it into his or her. Library, if it's a permanent card, he or she puts it onto the battlefield. Pongify and Rapid Hybridization are good, but I might end up cutting them if I decide to go really light on the blue. Okay, what about Raths? So if I could get damage Raths. Chain Reaction. Uh, two red red for a sorcery. Chain reaction deals X damage to each creature where X is the number of creatures on the battlefield. What are some other options? Nahiri's Wrath. I don't know if that's good or not. Nahiri's Wrath is 2 and a red. For sorcery, as an additional cost to cast Nahiri's Wrath, discard X cards. Nahiri's Wrath deals damage equal to the total converted mana cost of the discarded cards to each of up to X target creatures and or planeswalkers. Hmm. First of all, this is really good as an alternative to Laboratory Maniac. Second of all, um... I don't know if this is good enough in this deck, in particular. I mean, it's good to be able to deal damage to my creatures. And if I draw a lot with swans, then I can cast it again. Then I can use those to draw even more. That could be really good. I don't know. Let's see what else. What other cards are there? I don't know. I mean, I think I have a good good amount of Raths. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I would like to throw in some more card draw. So I'm going to put in Harmonize. Harmonize is two green green for sorcery. Draw three cards. Simple. No, it's just good. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I've kind of hit the end of the road. I don't really know what else, what else to look for. Oh, what's that really expensive green wrath that fights? It's 
Izuri's predation. Izuri's predation is. Let's see. Five green, green, green. For each creature your opponent's controls, for your opponent's control, put a four-four green beast creature token onto the battlefield. Each of those beasts fights a different one of those creatures. All right, so I have ninety-four cards in my deck. I, I mean, I, I feel like I have everything. Oh, one. I'm just gonna savage twister. X red green for a sorcery. Savage Twister deals X damage to each creature. I'm just gonna look through this one more time. Ooh, Shivan Meteor is interesting. No. Incendiary Command is three red red for a sorcery. Choose two. Incendiary Command deals four damage to target player, or Incendiary Command deals two damage to each creature, or Destroy target non-basic land, or each player discards all the cards in his or her hand, then draws that many cards. I like the deal two damage there, so let's do that. Incendiary command. Hmm. What else? Chandra's ignition is good. Chandra's Ignition is 3 red red for sorcery. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each opponent. Oh, that's... That is really good with a lot of the cards. Pariah's Shield. 5 for an artifact equipment. All damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to equipped creature instead. I'm going to look that up because I think... I'm just going to look up Pariah's Shield because I'm pretty sure that there are other cards that have the same effect. Especially because of the cards, of the synergies I have um, with Indestructible, etc. So, let's see. We have Simple Pariah. Pariah is Pariah. Pariah is two and a white for an enchantment or enchanted creature. Uh, all damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to enchanted creature in. Alright, so I'm gonna try and find. Let's go on Scryfall and I'll try and find other cards similar to Pariah and Pariah's Shield. Else. Imperial Archangel works. Imperial Imperial Archangel is four green four green, white, white, blue for a five eight flying shroud creature. All damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to Imperial Archangel. In protector of the crown is five and a white for a two five creature giant soldier and when it enters the battlefield you become the monarch and all damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to protector of the crown instead hmm
Okay. So that should be all of those cards. And I do not have any lands in... How many decks does this land want? This deck want? How many lands does this deck want? Uh, good 38. It's got some high CMC cards. It's got a fix. So, I'm just going to throw in 38 command towers. That way, I see, like, on the top when I'm like, how many cards do I have left in the deck? I look at the number 139. Okay, let's get to cutting. So, first I have Tibor and Lumia. Whenever I cast a blue spell, target creature gains flying until end of turn. And whenever I cast a red spell, Tibor and Lumia deals one damage to each creature without flying. How many reds? So, currently I have 31 red spells. But keep in mind, I'm also running 100 spells. So, 31, or 39 divided by like two-thirds because that's the amount of cards I'm going to keep roughly. So really it comes out to be like 26 or so. So I will probably be able to get one or two triggers from Tipor and Lumia. Which should be plenty in order to get good value. But there's also an argument, argument to be made about cards Broodhatch and Antuko. One in a green for a creature insect druid. Whenever it's dealt damage, you may create them. You want one green insect creature tokens. It also has morph, but yeah. So if that gets killed too early from taking one damage or so, that could be pretty ineffective. I'm just going to go through all these cards and see what is ineffective. See, I, I don't know about Sprouting Phytophobia, Phytohydra. It's a 4 and a green for a 0-2 creature plant hydra with Defender. And whenever sprout, Sprouting Phytohydra is dealt damage, you may put a token into play. It's a copy of Sprouting Phytohydra. I don't think I care that much if I have a lot of them. It doesn't let me win, it just exists. So I'm going to cut that. A hornet nest. Whenever it's dealt that dealt damage, put that many one one green insect creature tokens with flying and death touch onto the battlefield. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Grathama, Apex Altasaur, Polyraptor, Snapping Cell Back, Overgrown Armasaur. I'm going to cut Snapping Sailback. Whenever Snapping Sailback is dealt damage, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Hornet Nest and Saber Ants, yeah. Ripjaw Raptor. Cacophodon is going to get cut. Yes. Uh, Gaining two life. Enraged gain two life is getting cut. I'm going to cut Protean Hydra. And... What else? Hmm. Your damage to target opponent is good. Five damage to target creature and opponent controls. Two damage to target opponent. 
I'm going to cut Caldera Hellion. It's really ineffective. Uh, selfless Spirit. What about Selfless Spirit? Is that worth running? To give all my creatures indestructible until end of turn? It's not very effective. But letting my creatures survive, be able to take a lot of damage, and then I can do it again. It's definitely worth it. Plus, it can protect my board. Um, what else? Oh, I'm going to cut Imperial Ceratops. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the cards that say whenever they're dealt combat damage, you gain that much life. Like, I've been cutting the ones that are whenever it's dealt combat damage, like, gain two life or gain three life. But gaining that much life is really interesting, because with Blasphemous Act or any of the X spells, I could be gaining, like, 20 life. But it's really best case scenario. And if it's not in that scenario, it's not really good. So I'm going to cut it. Both of them. Wall of Hope, too. Uh, Temple Altasaur is great. Because all the dinosaurs only taking one of the damage. So I get the best of the both worlds. I don't end up killing any of my dinosaurs. And I can take huge amounts of damage with other things. <sighs> what else do we have? Uh, Phytohydra is getting cut. Seedhorn Ceratops is getting cut. Dauntless Escort is staying. Boral Shrekener is staying. Gisela. I remember I was thinking about this. Because if it deals one damage, it will deal no damage. Which could be quite irritating. But it turns out I'm not actually running that many cards that only deal one damage from a single source. Hmm. Dealing double damage is great too. I'm going to cut it. Too much of the time. I'm going to look at this in my hand. I'm just being like, I can't play this. It's not going to work out. Whenever Spite Mare is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target creature or player. Uh, True Fire Captain. Okay. So, I just realized something. What about damage troubling effects, right? For example, if I play Blasphemous Act on my Spite Mare, and I have a damage doubling effect, that Blasphemous Act damage is going to get doubled. And then that Spite Mare damage is going to get doubled. So two layers of doubling gets really broken really quickly. So I'm going to real quick take a break from cutting things. Just look up. Furnace of Wrath. Furnace of Wrath is one red, red, red for a an enchantment. And it says, if a source would deal damage to a creature or player, it deals double that damage to that creature or player instead. Uh, we have Dictate of the Twin Gods. Dictate of the Twin Gods is three red red for an enchantment. Flash. If a source would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead. Uh... What else? Gratuitous violence. Gratuitous.
Tus violence is to red, red, red. If a creature you control would deal damage to a creature or a player, it deals double that damage to that creature or player instead. Wait, really? That's what it says? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cut that. Because I want it also to be... I want it to be doubled in both ways. Both aspects. But I might run that in more more decks. Because I, I misread that the first time. Torbran. Thane of the Red Fell. Is if red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus two instead. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it, it synergizes well. I'll, I'll I'll let it play. I'll let it be in there for a minute. I think I've gotten everything. Okay. Now that I have gotten all of the cards, I think. That I will want to run out of the way. Let's keep going. Alright, so what is the budget of this deck right now? Ooh, nice. It's only $400 right now. I'm sure that's going to go through the roof when I add in the land base. But, you know, that happens. Okay. Roiling Earthquake is X in a red for Roiling Earthquake deals X damage to each creature and each player. Without horsemanship, that is $65. And definitely not worth $65. Soul Ring is in the wrong edition, so it is marked as $45. Alright, Ristic Study is an interesting one because I don't want to have very much support for blue. So if I want to cut, let me let me filter by color. Nope, that that is that not a thing I can do? Oh no, it is. Okay, let us go to blue. So the cards that require blue to be cast include Tibor and Lumia. Whenever you cast a, two, a blue and a red for three three. Whenever you cast a blue spell, target creature gains flying until end of turn. And whenever you cast a red spell, Tibor and Lumia deals one damage to each creature without flying. I'm not particularly attached to that. That's not really that amazing. Mystic Study, two and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever an opponent plays a spell, you may draw a card unless that player pays one. Oh, did I really? Did I really think forget about Smothering Tithe? Okay. Uh, let's throw that in real quick. Save that. So basically, I also have Illusory Ambusher, which is the most important blue card in the deck. Whenever Illusory Ambusher is dealt damage, draw that many cards for four and a blue for a 4-1 flash cat illusion. Um, Rapid Hybridization and Pongify. And Rhystic Study are just nice conveniences. And Tibor and Lumia synergizes pretty decently with the rest of the deck. I I just don't know. Is it worth is it worth this color to You know what? Let's see. 
Let's go on the hypergeometric distribution calculator and say we are going to want one success in our sample. And the population size is 99 cards. And the sample size is 12 because that's when I'm going to be casting Illusory Ambusher because it's CMC5, so turn 12 if I play a land every turn. I don't really... I'm not going to factor in ramp and draw, etc. Okay, uh, number of successes in population. What if I run 10? 10 blue sources. What are my chances? 75%. If I do 12, 80%. Okay, 80.8%. I'm comfortable with that. Um, so I need 12 sources. How much really is 12 sources? Right? So say we have the command tower, the exotic orchard, Uh, okay, so that's two, right? We have Arcane Signet, that's three. We have Felwar Stone, that's four. And then if I just throw in the Signets and the Talismans, if I run two islands and the ramp I have right now, I'm good. If I run, if I cut some of my lands, run two islands, and if I cut some of my ramp, run two islands, and a couple shock lands in that color, I'm also good. 12 sources is not that big of a sacrifice. Question is, how heavily do I want to splash it? Do I just want to run only the illusory ambusher. I think we're gonna run cut rapid hybridization and pongify because I want to be able to reliably cast those, which would be what would make them good. Mystic study is incredibly powerful, but again, that's an early game card, and I'm not necessarily gonna be able to cast cast that. So Tibor and Lumia will only get the red spell trigger. The question is, is it worth only being able to cast it some of the time in order to get this spell? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Tibor and Lumia is a really good card, but it's not that good of a card. Alright, so next question I have is, how much ramp do I want to run? Right? Right now I have 16 pieces of ramp, which includes signets, talismans, uh, felwar stone, soul ring, uh, arcane signet. So I do value ramp in this deck, but my commander, Kynos and Tiros of Miletus, and Tiro of Miletus, also does ramp me. So I think I can cut some of it. Question is, what? I think I'd cut 
from the signets in this. Gruel, is it Simic? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just cut them all. Gruel, is it Simic? Okay, I still have to cut 23 cards. So I'm just going to go through every single card and see where exactly, why I'm running each card. You know what? I'm going to sort by CMC. Because high CMC costs, high CMC cards are always a good place to cut. I'm going to cut... Imperial Archangel, which is four green, white, white, blue, for a five-eight flying shroud angel. All creatures that all damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to Imperial Archangel instead. I'm also gonna cut um, Unbreakable Formation, which gives creatures indestructible until end of turn, and it has addendum if you cast this during your main phase, put a plus one plus one counter on each. Your creatures and and they gain vigilance until end of turn. And rootborn defenses, which is populate creatures you control, gain indestructible. I think the instant speed protection stuff is not not quite up to snuff. Heroic intervention, one in green, instant permanence you control gain hexproof and indestructible. Boros charm, red white, instant choose one. It deals four damage to target player planeswalker. Permanence you control gain indestructible until end of turn, and target creature gains double strike until end of turn. Hold on, does Azuri's Predation fight? No. Uh, I'm going to cut Azuri's Predation. Five green green for a sorcery for each creature your opponents control. Put a four four green beast creature token onto the battlefield. Each of those beasts fights a different one of those creatures. Alright, so another question I'm thinking is... Is it worth it to run any cards like Pariah? All damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to Enchanted Creature instead. Because how many cards work with them, right? I mean, straight up big creatures like Kynos and Tiras and Miletus, he's a 2-8. If I take 7 damage, I have taken no damage and... Like, it's, it's just good. I, th I think they deserve to stay. But, the specific cards, maybe not. Let me see. Protect Protector of the Crown is the interesting one. Okay, five and a white for a creature, giant soldier. When Protector of the, Protector of the Crown enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. All damage that would be dealt to you is dealt to Protector of the Crown instead. That's interesting. So, first of all, Monarch is great. I get to draw a card at the end of each of my turns. That's a lot of cards over time. And second of all, that Monarch is protected by Protector of the Crown. Never mind the synergies. I get a lot of card draw. Question is, okay, but do I really care if all that damage is dealt? I mean, I don't have that many cards that are equipment. 
or auras. I mean, I have Druid Skull, which is whenever enchanted creature is dealt damage, its controller puts that many 1-1 one, one green squirrels into play. I have a couple cards, but not that many. I'm going to cut it. Seems like a nice, clever synergy, but if it's not an equipment, it's not good enough. Okay. What else can we cut? I can cut. Wait, what does Rain of Embers do? Totally cutting it. Okay, Reign of Embers is one in red for sorcery. Reign of Embers deals one damage to each creature and each player. Got it. Ooh, Nahiri's Wrath. Nah, it's still good. I'm a little bit stuck. I don't know what I want to cut. Maybe I could cut Torbran. Yeah, I'll cut Torbran. I am stuck much earlier than I would like to be. Because I still have 114 cards left. But I I don't know. Let's play test. So just play testing. I like to play test when I can't decide what to cut. I'll just play test and see what cards do I play, when, etc. See which card just sits in my hand. Because I don't want to cast it. This deck is actually working great. First, I had True Fire Captain out. Whenever True Fire Captain has dealt damage, he deals that much damage to target player. And I had a Grothama out. So Grothama is... Whenever this creature attacks, you may have it fight Grothama all devouring, and it's a 10-8. And when it leaves the battlefield, each player draws cards equal to the amount of damage dealt to Grothama this turn by sources they control. And I played an Illusory Ambusher which is four and a blue for a creature cat illusion with flash. Whenever illusory ambushers dealt damage, draw that many cards. And then I pass their turn and dark steel plate on the next. All right, so I cut Apex Altasaur because it's too high CMC and I can't fight my own creatures. And I cut all the X cards and just a couple other cards in between. Now let's keep on trying. I'm at 106 cards. I don't know. Do I need, because it's so aggressive, and because I cut a lot of the high CMC cards, and, well, it's still got a really high. What about this curve? What does this curve look like? It's 3.65 CM, average CMC. What am I doing with two, seven, and eight drops? Better be good. Oh, yeah. They are good. Should I cut Suncrowned Hunters? Uh, four red red for a creature dinosaur. Enrage, it deals three damage to target opponent. It's quite good, but six mana demands more than that gives. You know what? I think I'm gonna cut Power Stone Minefield. Where is it? 
2, red, white. Whenever a creature attacks or blocks, powerful stone minefield deals 2 damage to it. Is that, is that good enough? I mean, attacking or blocking is something I can do every turn, but 2 damage is just such a small amount. I don't know. You know what? If I'm questioning it, it goes. So, out of the deck. Okay. Let's keep playtesting. I don't know. What else is there? I could cut down on the ramp and cut a single land. I mean, I feel like this this deck could definitely function on 37 lands. I, I think it'd be better that way. Yeah, I'm going to cut one land. 37 lands is fine. I don't want to go down more than that, though. Because otherwise I'm sacrificing my land base for the rest of my deck, which is never a good deck building idea. Oh, this deck is working out great. The synergies, it's fast. The question is what to cut. It's like... It just, there's always a combo in your hand. There's always something. I think I'm gonna build this deck in real life, actually. This is great. There's Marauding Raptor Limited. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under control, Marauding Raptor deals two damage to it. If a dinosaur is dealt damage this way, it gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. Let's see what creatures it kills. No, this helps way too many cards and only limits a couple. You know what? No. I'm cutting it. And I'm also going to cut Frilled Death Spitter. Whenever Frilled Death Spitter is dealt damage, deals two damage to target opponent. There's this deck wins by comboing. I don't need as much tiny bits of damage. I'm also going to cut Ashling the Pilgrim. It's a little bit too slow. I did it! 100 cards. Nice. Okay, let me make a quick four color four color land deck. Four color land base. I mean, we have a $250 deck here if I keep the land base cheap. Alright, maybe maybe not that low. So this deck is really Really a three-color deck. I mean, I have four things. Four th costs of blue. Two of which are from Swans of Brennargol. One is Illusion, Illusory Ambusher. And the fourth is Kaneos. So really only one. I mean, I've got to have some blue, but... I've got it covered. You know what? Y'all don't want to hear me make the land base. I'm just going to throw that together. And I'll, I'll put it on the deck list. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, I will see you next week.